would be a year ago, almost today, that I was uh, interviewing Anthony Seabold, the former Broncos coach on stage for the State Crime Command. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, after 20 minutes of talking about his coaching and the difficulties of life and mental health, which is what that day is all about, everyone thought, what an extraordinary guy. What a good guy he is. And yet when he left af- as Broncos coach after being unsuccessful, his main thing was to get to Sydney for his daughter because, like him, she was suffering trolling and uh, attacks online from unknown people at that time. And that's when the trolling got really, really bad. It was the feature story last night on 60 Minutes, and here's a bit. But with laws as they stand at the moment, there was little police could do. So he took the extraordinary step of hiring his own cybercrime investigators to dig for answers. very interesting thing happened when it became public that you were now launching your own investigation into who was behind these messages. Some of these people just disappeared. Yeah, they did. 80% of the messages that, that were on social media platforms came down straight away. So it obviously put um, a bit of a scare across a lot of the people who were sharing. And working with Anthony is Dave Garrett from Howden Sagers Lawyers. G'day, Dave. How are you? Very well, yourself? Oh, pretty well, mate. I think Anthony's words on 60 Minutes last night would have put the wind up of a few people. Would, would I be right there? Oh, they, they could do, yeah. There's obviously a few people out there that are reassessing what, they, what they're going to be posting online from now on, I think. But Dave, the thing that shocked me is that you can't release the names of the people even though you know who they are and because if you do, then you could be up for something. Is that right? Uh, at the moment, that, that, that's the case. Due to, obviously, it was highlighted last night that Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram are all overseas for the company. So police technically have to go and issue a subpoena to get that information from those companies. So it's, it's quite a really delicate sort of situation where we, we know who the people are. We've had the information for some time. The investigation's still ongoing, so we can't really release a lot of the information that we have at the moment or we're not uh, willing to because it will jeopardise the ongoing police investigation. So there's names mentioned last night. There's more names there that we're just not willing at the moment because we just don't want to jeopardise anything down the track to be able to get some closure for Anthony. Do they know that you know? Um, I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm not too really, really too sure. I can't really comment on the methodology sure. used by the cyber guys, but names are still coming to me as of, as of last week. So everybody seems to be throwing everyone else underneath the bus. Has ah. <laughs> it it's created that sort of scramble, has it? It sort of got to that, and we went quite... Anthony obviously wanted to do this to get legislation changed, and he's always been adamant that he doesn't want to go out there and go through a long, protracted court battle with defamation. He sort of wants people to be held accountable, but we can't go out there and start naming people because then we like open ourselves up for the prosecution. Mate, I'm not trying to get an angle on this, but I guess the New South Wales Rugby League official, the high-profile guy, that's got some sort of uh, recourse because it's a workplace situation essentially, isn't it? 100%. It's more, that person's only really a small part of it. And it does, unfortunately, for other people, it goes a bit bigger than that. Wow. So, Dave, what are the chances that we are going to ever see them being prosecuted? The people who were responsible, are they going to do jail time? Would they ever be fined? The way that the laws are unfortunately framed at the moment, the reality is it's probably not. And that's what I think last night's story was about. I've said Anthony from day dot, the reality of criminal charges are, are quite low and he's always accepted that. And that's why I think that he teamed up, to his credit, with Aaron Mullen and Mr Mundine. And they, and they said, look, the well, laws need to be changed because at the moment there's no accountability. You can go and set up a Facebook account, a Twitter account in someone else's name. And the positives of the, high, the uh, cyber investigation that we launched and, and used that team is they were able to tell us so many times how many different fake accounts people had, how many people were opening up fake accounts 
and then just spreading more rumors and, and hate and talking from one person to the other about the person they were just speaking to. So it was quite an eye-opener for someone like me and like Anthony that aren't very big on social media at all. That is a big thing to take on when you know that you may not get the result you want at the end of it. But, you know, based on the stuff on 60 Minutes last night, I reckon it'll change people's perspectives and they might think again. So that's a good thing. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. The main thing getting out there is that things need to change because you, everyone saw last night the impact it's had on himself and his family, um, the impact it's had on Aaron Mole. And I think that someone's th- those guys have uh, fortunately got the, the profile to be able to, to push for that change. Is he okay? Moment, yeah, yeah, no, he's good. He's extremely positive. Um, I've spoken to him. I spoke to him last night and spoke to him this morning. Right, he's a good bloke and a good dad. And a, a win for Anthony Seawold in 2020 would be a great thing, no matter how late it comes. Yeah, exactly. Look, to be honest, from where he started when when, when he first uh, contacted me to where he is now is um, it's been a huge plus for him and a huge credit to himself that not many people would be able to withstand some of the. The, uh, just the, the, how bold the rumours were and how actually unbelievable they are. If yeah. he had any, if there was any truth to him, I doubt that he had been sitting on the, there on 60 Minutes last night. No. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. absolutely. Thank Dave. you so much for your time, Dave. I'm with it all, guys. Wow. That's true. People throwing each other under the bus. I think that shows the character of your basic keyboard warrior, doesn't it? Yeah. I want to know, though. I want to know. Get out! It's Robin, Terry and Bob on Brisbane's 97.3.